Saving money on your outdoor project? Now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. This is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, a Detroit Lions podcast made by lifelong Lions fans, UJ. I've been really drinking a lot of Kool-Aid tonight. Special brand of Kool-Aid called Weller. Bob. It's hard to find the little losses here. Stafford, <laughs> regular season MVP. Rudd Dog. We're going to just be that team that yeah. just can flow like water and adapt to any team. The new dynasty is born. And Connor. Got to be Stafford. Now with the two tight end sets that I'm so excited about, I see it all clicking. And I'm your host, Big Z. The media knows nothing. Forward down the field. One pride. Get your Kool-Aid. It's time for the pod. All right, Blue Kool-Aid drinkers. The Lions, this Sunday, 425 Eastern, are going to be taking on the Arizona Cardinals to open up their season. And we just want to get to you a quick preview and our thoughts on on the game upcoming Sunday. We got UJ, Bob, Connor, and Rod Dog here. What up? What up? We're gonna break it down for you. Um, we're not gonna, you know, take all your time, but we just want to get our thoughts out there and some thoughts about the Lions for this game on Sunday. Um, we are recording this a little early, so we won't know the final details of the injuries, but we are going to assume that Gerard Davis will not be playing. Um, we're not, we're not sure about Rashawn Melvin yet. Um, and we're not sure about Deshaun Hand. But having said that, the Lions are playing a rookie quarterback. They've been here before for a season mm. opener. Uh, we we don't want to re- – I, I don't really want to bring it up, but I feel like I must. Uh, Sam Darnold last year. Oh, jeez. I mean, just the euphoria of throwing a pick six on the first play was uh, incredible, and then it was quickly downhill from there. Yeah. <laughs> I usually think back yeah, to Matt Ryan, too. When he went off on us his rookie year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That was the beginning of a very bad season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Say the least. Way to bring up board. But we drink the blue Kool-Aid here. Hey. And this is a completely different season. Completely different that's team. Right. This team is ready to dominate, as you heard on our preview podcast. This is a Super Bowl team. Oh yeah. And we're expecting yeah. a Super Bowl effort on Sunday. So having said yes. that, I want to get your guys' thoughts. On Kyler Murray, I'm, I'm I'm a big fan of his. I've mm. mentioned it on this podcast before, but this Cardinals offense alive, oh, it is bad, folks. It is really bad, and they did not improve it at all. Uh, they uh, everybody expected the Cardinals to draft offense alignment, and said they drafted four receivers in the draft this year. <laughs> <laughs> so, and they have a coach by the name of Cliff Kingsbury. He's a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback. Cliff Kingsbury got fired from Texas Tech after going 500 for the third consecutive year. So naturally, when you get fired being a, from a mid-tier college program, you get to be NFL head coach. That's how it works nowadays. Oh, it makes sense. 
I just wonder if I got fired, like, you know, from work and I was, like, a, a mediocre employee to suddenly become, like, CEO <laughs> of another company somewhere. Yeah, that's how <laughs> things work. Good happen. Well, you say works. Yeah, exactly. So I want to get um, I want to get you guys' thoughts. Is Kyler Murray a, a real threat for this Lions defense? Nope. I, sm- I smell blood in the water. It's like he's like chum. Our sharks on defense are going to circle I, I and eat Kyler, him up. Personally, I think Kyler Murray is going to be the next RG three and burn out pretty fast in the league. But I think that's also a controversial take, so I could see people being offended by that. Uh, <laughs> I just don't see it. I, <laughs> I just want to say we cannot sleep on this team. Kyler Murray is very talented. Uh, He may not have the offensive line around him right now, but he can make this happen without the offensive line. If if we stay disciplined on defense, which we have to, and it is our first game, I think there's going to be some rough edges going on, like with our offense getting rolling, even with our defense too, because these guys haven't played together all preseason. UJ, uh, now that you've got your, like, complimentary part for wait, the wait, Cardinals. Wait, just hear me out here. Just hear me out quickly. Because we took the – I think we took the Jets lightly last year. Or I think there's – it's much deeper than that. I'm going to go into that game. But uh, I think we just have to uh, play them tough in the beginning. By the second half, we're going to be rolling. We're going we're gonna to trounce them in the second half. But we got to get through our own uh, issues in the first half playing together for the first time really with this full defense and the full offense together so uh once we get through that we keep the game close the second half we blow it open that's that's what i think's gonna happen that's your analysis we'll... of kyler murray <laughs> <laughs> i have a full picture of who he is as a human being now so <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah i think kyler murray's gonna be a good player but uh, I don't think he's ready for prime time this week. And the Lions are going to give him a good welcome to the league. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think if I he think can. He'll be a good pro, but not, you know, right out of the gate. I think if he can keep his, uh, if we can keep his running ability in check, that's going to be the big thing. Because, I mean, that's the one thing those kind of, like, quarterbacks like him come into the league and they can just do things that most quarterbacks can't do with their feet. And if he can, if we can contain him and not let him do a lot of damage on the ground, I have a feeling we'll be able to test his arm and be able to have the upper hand there. Definitely. Um, so just a little history on this team. We seemingly play the Cardinals every year now. And if you thought that, it's true. Because since 2012, we have played this team six times. Uh, for a team that's not in your division, that's a remarkable amount of times in a row to play a team. That basically means that, yeah. they, that we're either facing that division that year and we're always going to face them or – um, like the case this year, we finished in the same place in the division, which was last or third, third, um, or no, last. Sorry, last. <laughs> <laughs> I keep getting confused, and that's why we're playing them again this year. And we are two and four against them, but we've won the last two, including a seventeen to three victory last year in Arizona, um, which was a relatively boring game, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. It was seven, we won seventeen to three, but uh, yeah, that was <laughs> it was. It was a little rough to watch. So we want to start a new segment uh, in our preview episodes, and that is Matt Patricia's one big thing uh, for this game. And we just want to go around everybody here and ask what do you think that one big thing is for Matt Patricia in this game? One thing, just one thing. You stick to that and everything else don't mean shit. 
That's great, but what's the one thing? That's what you've got to figure out. So, Bob, I want to start with okay. you. Um, I would say the one thing the Lions have to focus on is the guy we just talked about, Kyler Murray. And that, I know a lot of times with a rookie quarterback, you want to blitz him and make him uncomfortable. I don't, I don't think they're going to approach it that way. I think they're going to give him tight windows to throw into and then selectively blitz, like having our linebackers blitz occasionally. Because we don't have like a big – I mean, Flowers, we'll see, I guess, what he does. But uh, I think we'll rely less on blitzing overall and just more on just tight coverage. So I, I think uh, we got to make his day uncomfortable, knock him down a few times, make his day uncomfortable, and give him nowhere to throw to. So that's my one thing. As limiting the quarterback. All right. How about you, Connor? I was gonna go with the linebackers. I I just think it's I think it's very important to even if you're not sacking him to get all the pressure on Kyler Murray early. And I know he's a big scrambling quarterback, so I think we should test that out early and have faith in our cornerbacks to do their job in the backfield. All right. How about you, Rudd Dog? I mean, there's no doubt that Kyler Murray is the thing that everyone's looking to to make this team go this year. There's not a lot to be excited about on their defense or, I mean, maybe some of their offensive players, but it's Kyler Murray. Every Everyone from every phase of the game is going to be about trying to limit what he can do to hurt this team and hurt us in this game. So, yeah, I mean, it's Kyler Murray. Everyone's going to have to try to limit it. You know, the offense is going to have to try to give him short fields or long fields to work with. Defense is going to have to, you know, not let them run wild. Special teams, same thing. Try to limit, you know, give them as much field to have to gain in order to score. So, yeah, Kyler Murray. All right, UJ. All right, uh, kind of the same thing except from a different angle. I think we got to limit the run game. David Johnson, who's still a dangerous running back, I think we, we just shut him down and give Kyler Murray nothing to lean on. It's all going to be in his hands. We shut the run game down. He's not going to be able to handle it. He's a rookie. It's his first game. It's going to be too much pressure. He's going to throw two or three picks. Uh, it, so shut that run game down. Give him nothing to lean on. It's make, make him rely totally on Kyler Murray, and he's going to fail because he's just a rookie first game. So shut the run down. That's what I said. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So my one big thing, so the Cardinals, their two starting cornerbacks are out in this game. Patrick Peterson, he's suspended for the first six games of the season. Robert Elford is out. Um, he's on the IR. So starting in this game is Tremaine Brock, who is an undrafted free agent um, from two years ago. He's made his way around the league. And then the other is a rookie cornerback that I really like, uh, but he's a rookie cornerback, Byron Murphy out of Washington. The Lions Ooh. need to attack these guys full throttle right oh, away. Yeah. yeah, There's no reason yep. Kenny G, Marvin Jones, these guys should be winning the outside battle and dominating this game. Absolutely. I don't th- there's not much of an excuse, really, for that uh, for them not to beat these two guys with their oh, experience. Yeah. I think, yeah, Brock's the only one that's actually started an NFL game before. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Exactly. So, um, so the, the Cardinals are already going into this game hurting a lot. Uh they have a decent defense led by Vance Joseph, a new coordinator for them this year. Uh, he was fired by the Broncos. He's always been a decent uh, defensive coordinator. But I think they're really hurting, and the Lions need to take full advantage of that. 
Can the offensive line hold long enough to get those deep throws off is a big question. Yeah, I think so. I think the offense is going to be able to. We, we have so many weapons to make ourselves, you know, such a versatile offense that a, a weekend defense like the Pack, or Packers Cardinals should be like mincemeat for what we're going to be able to do this year. Yeah, and plus I can see I can see us keeping the Cardinals' offense off the field, uh, uh, controlling controlling the clock, controlling the you know the yeah. ball. That's what we did last and, year uh, against them. And by the second <laughs> half, I think they're going to be worn down, no matter how good their defense is. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Definitely agreed. Um. So, let's get into our ever so famous, the one and only, the thing everybody in the nation waits for. Everybody. Not just Lions fans, everybody. Wow. Uh, Vegas waits to put out the odds before we put them out, actually. Makes sense. And that is our ever famous <laughs> predictions. <laughs> they don't listen to us if they're really cross with the odds. <laughs> so I want to start with you, Connor. I want to get your prediction for this game Lions versus Cardinals, 425 Eastern in Arizona. I'm going to say uh, 31 to 17 Detroit. Uh, with three touchdown passes by Stafford and another one run in by Carrion. All right. Mm. All I right. like it. I like it a lot. Oh, and oh, I should All mention right. the Lions are two and a half point favorites in this game. I should mention that. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a little low, I'd say. So let's yeah. go with Rudd Dog. Ooh, all right. Um, Red dog. Honestly, I think we're going to see a nice-looking team come out this year. They're going to look much sharper than they did at the beginning of last season. Uh, not to say they're not going to have their little hiccups, but I'm predicting that the Lions' offense is going to, like I said, make mincemeat of this Cardinals' defense and put up a, a healthy number of points and throw in a, a, some sort of turnover touchdown by the defense. I'm going to go with 45 to 7. Lions. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, not to mention, did I say the defense is going to just manhandle them? There's that, too. I would hope so if they're only giving up seven points. Yeah, that's going to be in garbage time. (laughs) Yeah. All right. UJ. All right. Um, Well. I think the first half is going to be rough because, uh, like I said, we're getting the you know, the first teams together for the first time, so there's going to be a lot of hiccups there. I think it's going to be ten to three Lions at the half. I think in the when the game's over, it's going to be forty-two to three Lions, and uh, yeah, I, I think they, they're going to shut the Cardinals down, and, and the offense is going to explode in the second half. Uh, Stafford's going to go wild in the third quarter. Uh, the running backs take over the fourth quarter and just churn out yards and uh, keep Cardinals off the field, and we win 42-3. Like. All right. I, man. Oh, right. Yeah. I like it. It's big blowouts. I love it. The Kool-Aid is strong with this podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> All right, Bob. All right. Uh, this, this game is a bit of a mystery because uh, the Lions – we haven't seen Trey Flowers. We haven't seen much of our starters. I think the national media seen him. And then Cliff Kingsbury, he's supposed to have this, like, uh, amazing offense, but they ran nothing in the preseason. So it's all a mystery what's going to happen out there. 
And I, and I think that's why this line is so weird with this. It's so close when it shouldn't be with the Lions' talent level. But I think, uh, you know, Kingsbury's going to be exposed. I think this, uh, the hype around him is, like, too early. I, I don't know if you've heard any of that hype, but I've heard some of these national guys, like, saying, oh, he's going to be running. They're going to be tiring them out with all these quick, uh, you know, no-hello series and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But... I know how all three and out is going to help us. So, <laughs> I, I and, uh, yeah, it looks like uh, I think we'll probably have uh, Coleman on the outside opposite Slay and Jamal Agnew in the. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Plan. Well, well, no Melvin or Ingram, Melvin Ingram, or Rashawn Melvin. That's guy. Yeah, because he's hurt, right? So yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll see. Out. We'll but see. He's uh, hurt, I forgot he was to be determined. But, you know, I think, I think the Lions are up to the task, and I think this disrespect on this line and the national media is going to all come to a head. I think we're going to blow them out. It's going to be a big day for Stafford, running backs, and I think Slay gets a pick six. And uh, yeah. this is set the tone yeah. for the season. I like it. And uh, MVP, Slay. 41 to 6, Lions. Well, man, these yeah. blowouts, baby. Yeah. I like it. All right. Wow. So, yeah. No, I listen. So Kings King Cliff Kingsbury, the one oh man, just when he got hired, in his bio, the cart and the press release that the Cardinals had, they listed off all his accomplishments, but they also mentioned that he was Sean McVay's friend, <laughs> in the bio, and then an hour an hour later they they took it out of the bio. Why would you want to take a name <laughs> drop like that out? What I'm saying is one of his qualifications to become head coach in the NFL seemed to be that he knew Sean McVay. That's a high <laughs> that's a good qualification. Um yeah. I don't that guy knows Sean McVay? Oh my god, he <laughs> That's what I'm saying, right? So I mean Cliff Kingsbury, I don't think, is ready to coach an NFL team. It, there's nothing to suggest that he uh, um is a good is a good enough head coach. I mean he, he couldn't do it in college when he had a ton of talent. I, I don't see it happening here with the Cardinals that have been a complete mess under their current GM. In addition, we've mentioned all the positives about the Lions, but I really, I really, really, really like this matchup with a rookie quarterback with no offensive line. Our strength is our defensive line. I think we get seven sacks in this game. Woo! Woo! I like that. I like it. I think, I think the Lions are going to control the clock more like we saw last year, though, so I'm not expecting 40 points. I'm going to say 34 to... 14 Lions in this game. That's my okay. prediction. All right. All right. I like the seven sacks. Oh, yeah. I, uh, this close, offensive line is close game. Yeah. This offensive you line think it's going to be a close game, Z. Hey, Z, I, I, yeah. I was listening to some national broadcast. I can't remember what it was. I was flipping around. But uh, they were saying that they think a lot of the head coaches kind of resent Cliff Kingsbury and the way he got to the NFL. And that they'll be gunning for him this year. I mean, I so. could, I could see that the guy did nothing. <laughs> but he didn't pay his dues, you know. He I definitely mean, did not pay his dues in the NFL. That's for sure. Yeah. So, or college football, for that matter, for what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, he, he's only thirty-nine. Um, he he spent the six uh, last six seasons with Texas Tech from twenty thirteen to twenty eighteen, and before that, um, at Houston and Texas A and M. He has not been coaching that long. Like a guy like Sean McVay, people actually thought might have deserved it because he worked through the system. Maybe. I don't know if you guys watch Hard Knocks this year. 
<laughs> it doesn't sound like it. Oh, you guys hate our <laughs> Wait, the Lions are uh, no, on no. it, so we're not, we're not going on about, about that. We're not going on like about that. Outrageous. Hey, the only reason I bring it up, the only reason I bring it up is because John Gruden had mentioned that Sean McVay worked for him one time, and they had an old clip of Sean McVay working the video projector with John Gruden when he was uh, 19 years old. Huh. So, Sean McVay, at least, you know, he's he's younger than Cliff Kingsbury, and he, he paid his dues. Maybe uh, Cliff so Kingsbury. I can see, I can see why coaches would hate him, Bob. Maybe Cliff Kingsbury has something dirty on Sean McVay. Maybe he has something dirty on him, like a, a video yeah. with him in a, suge- uh, like a, a lewd position. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. Um, The rest of the coordinators for the Cardinals have over 15 years or more experience, but, I mean, it comes down to the head coach yeah. for a reason. So. Well, you never know well, with young guys like that, too. They could. I think the king loses his crown after this game. That's my. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, oh, you write headlines for, I, like, a national I, newspaper, man. I think he might jump off a cliff after this one. Dilly, uh, dilly. Ooh. Dilly, dilly. I'll be here all night. I'll be here all night, <laughs> folks. <laughs> oh boy! So he may know Sean McVay, but Stafford knows Clayton Kershaw. Ah. So. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> That's very very little known fact. Together. Stafford knows Clayton Kershaw. <laughs> they, they never publicized that. Ever, no, you, they you would never figure that out from watching a Lions <laughs> game. Oh man! <laughs> so I think that's gonna wrap it up for our uh, preview on this. Um, we want to thank everybody for listening. We hope, you know, we'll come back on here Monday or next We're Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Oh, yeah. yeah. Victory lap. We, we hyped up 1-0 and Lions, baby. Mm-hmm. But please follow us on social media at Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. Follow us on Twitter at Drinking Lions. And just let us know your thoughts. Give us your reactions in-game. We'll be tweeting and Instagramming live during the game as well. I'm, I'm really, really pumped about it. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean... NFL's back, but baby. NFL's back. The Lions are back. Life is good, man. Super Bowl oh year. Oh. Wait till Sunday, baby. That's great. Oh. But thank you, yeah. everybody, for listening. Really appreciate it. Please share this podcast with anybody you know, um, especially you know the gamblers out there, so they can get the, the most accurate predictions on the market. <laughs> <laughs> so, as we always end it, last but not least, listeners, go! go! team that will not yield and when the blue and silver wave stand and cheer the brave rock 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 go hard win the game with honor you will keep your fame down the field and game